0: Welcome to First Presbyterian Church of Evanston. This Sunday's sermon was given by Associate Pastor Reverend Henry Coates. If you'd
1: like more information about First Presbyterian Church of Evanston, please visit firstpressevanston.org. Good morning. Our scripture reading today is from the Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 3 through 5. Please join me in a prayer for illumination. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you have to say to us today. Amen. Romans 12 are one body in christ and individually we are members one of another this is the word of the lord thanks be to god
0: good morning everybody it's great to be again in this place worshiping with you all wherever you may be in the world i miss you and i hope you are well but I trust that you are able to feel the Spirit of God working within you through our worship this morning. I want to begin my sermon by asking a question. Have you ever been put in your place? Like, you think you're all high and mighty in some regard or thing, and then something comes along to lay the smack down on you and bring you back to earth? This happened to me earlier in the summer. I was blessed to spend a period of time down in North Carolina and my, with my parents over the month of July, and it was good. They got to see Jacob. Amanda and my dad did a puzzle while my mom and I watched some good quality British mysteries. I wanted to do something fun with my dad, so I asked him to hand me his phone and I proceeded to download a version of Scrabble on it, thinking, oh, it'll be fun to play Scrabble with my dad. Well, soon thereafter, I remembered why I don't like to play Scrabble with my dad. I like to think that I'm a smart guy, that God gifted me with a lot of brains. I like to think about all sorts of things, and I own many, many books. But here's the thing. My dad is smarter, and he's really good at Scrabble. But what he's not good at is technology. So the first game of phone Scrabble we played, I beat him, I beat him good. But the second, the third, the fourth, and so on and so on. So, well, let me put it this way. Out of the 20 or so odd games that my dad and I have played of phone scrabble, I've only won once. He's creamed me every other time. I'm reminded of Paul's words here. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought. Or as my dad texted me the other night, not bad for an old man, Henry. When it comes to Scrabble, my old man constantly schools me and deflates my ego. And I love him for it. Not bad for an old man, huh, Henry? Now, what seems like a silly story actually has a deeper point. My dad is brilliant, but I know he sometimes feels like the world of instant technology, where everything is done on your phone, has no place for him. I know several folks who feel remarkably similar. When things change, we can go from thinking we are on the top of the world to thinking that we don't recognize the territory. Anymore. That the world, the church, our community, doesn't have a place for us anymore. I get it. I identify. How many of us thought one thing about the way the world works back in February, but felt like the rug got pulled out from under us as we entered our COVID spring? And then that spring turned into summer. And now we're heading into COVID autumn. And nothing seems right. For many of us, it feels like the world has been turned upside down. When the British retreated from Yorktown at the end of our American Revolutionary War, the British commander, Lord Cornwallis, had his band strike up the old drinking song, The World Turned Up side down. Because Cornwallis knew that after the American victory that secured American independence, nothing would ever be the same. Will anything be the same after the pandemic? It's hard to orient ourselves when the skies seem strange, when the current has shifted, when the maps are all new. I mean, pick your metaphor. I get it. We're all zoomed out, disconnected and disconcerted. The idea that screen time being, is bad for us was all the rage before lockdown But now it seems like an accepted norm of life, even for our kids, as if we don't have any other choice. This isn't okay. We can't accept this as normal, even if we have to live like this for now. We crave social contact, human interaction, life well lived. We need each other especially when things are dire, especially when we are tired, so dang tired. I was told by one parent who watches our services every Sunday that her son sits up and takes notice whenever I talk about history. So little guy, this next example is for you. In April of 1918, the German army nearly broke through the British line, which would have forced the British to evacuate to the English Channel and abandon France, all but ensuring a German victory in the First World War. It was a dire, critical moment. The commander of the British Expeditionary Force, Sir Douglas Haig, offered these words to steal his soldiers, to steal his nation. Many amongst us are now tired. To those I would say that victory will belong to the side which holds out the longest. There is no other course open to us but to fight it out. Every position must be held to the last man. There must be no retirement. With our backs to the wall and believing in the justice of our cause, each one of us must fight on to the end. The safety Of our homes and the freedom of mankind alike depend on the conduct of each one of us at this critical moment folks i believe that we are in a critical moment in the life of our country if you open your eyes you will see the swerve of this moment the dire nature of the crises facing us And how our safety, freedom, and well-being as a society are being assailed right now. When you look at the crises that COVID has caused and revealed, it can feel like our backs are up to the wall. The world needs Christians right now. But not the country club style Christian. Not the cultural Christian of which the gospel is just a relic brought out twice a year at Christmas and Easter. Not the type of Christian who's interested in engaging in culture war at the expense of the gospel of our crucified Messiah, hung from a tree by the state for rocking the boat a little too much. No. The world needs Christians. The world needs the church to be bold in the name of Jesus, to be courageous. To not think too highly of ourselves, but to do the work necessary to witness to the life-saving power of Jesus Christ, even in a time such as this. To paraphrase Thomas Paine, these are the times that try men's souls The summer Christian and the sunshine disciple will in this crisis shrink from the service of their Lord. But the one who stands by him now deserves the love and thanks of every man and every woman. Pandemics, racial injustices like hell are not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph in Jesus' name. We are all in this together. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so that we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of each other. See, nobody is left out in the kingdom of God, the body of Christ. There are no tribes of us versus them in the presence of Jesus. We we are all saved sinners by the grace of God. We are members of one another. We all have a role to play even in these pandemic times. The trick is to think creatively how our individual gifts can be a blessing to the whole. Where where we can play our part in the work God is calling us to now. We don't think too highly of ourselves, but rather live thankfully for the grace that God has shown us. Grace that transforms us transforms us and allows us to live as God creates us to live. And you might think, Pastor Henry, I don't know how to help. I am tired. I am weak. I am worn. Listen to the words of Christ. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Friends, we are filled up by the Spirit of God, filled up with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ to be poured out as a blessing, The night seems long, but joy does come in the morning. We will get through this time, but we need each other to do it, all under the shadow of his wings. We need people to step up and be creative if we can't get back to in-person worship for a while. We need people to pledge towards our stewardship campaign coming up in October. We need people to volunteer to do our various community ministries like the warming center and the overnight shelter and our upcoming diaper drive. If we don't get the volunteers to do that sort of thing, those events can't happen. We need people to join our upcoming adult education class where we will be exploring, I will be teaching Esau Macaulay's recently published book, Reading While Black, African American Biblical Interpretation as an exercise in hope we need people to pray like mad for our church our cities and our world we need you all to keep the faith to live into hope and to hold on to jesus while we hold on to one another We are members of one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Amen.